Let's get this show on the road. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Planet Comedy Podcast. As you can see, I am joined by my friend, friend of the show, Average Doe's college football show host, Mr. Billy Earlywine. <clears throat> Jesus. Hello, my, my beautiful children. <laughs> That's right, you are a father of three, sir. How is the family life? How is that going? Busy. 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 It is. I feel like working. I believe you. Working and then the both boys are in baseball, and then on top of that, Jackson's doing 4-H. So we've had to. He's his first year being able to show animals. He's he's gonna do goats. So they had to turn around and hurry up and rush and build a goat barn. And everything else, and then get goats, and it's been an absolute process. Been a nightmare. Oh, it's been fun. Let me say. I believe you, dude. Uh, stuff like that. <clears throat> it feels like it's always super rough to handle. You know what I mean? It feels like it's super hard to deal with. Yeah, nobody told me that when you're trying to teach goats to lead, that they do like flips and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know goats that said, flips. They flip, dude. This thing. Well, I don't know if they all do, but this one did. This damn thing jumped up in there, flipped over backward, landed on its damn head. I said, "Oh my god!" I said, "I bought a stupid goat." I mean, it doesn't sound like you bought a stupid goat. It sounds like you bought the goat that everyone wants deep down. It's doing flips. <laughs> this is some Jeff Hardy shit. Yeah, I mean, he landed on its neck though. I mean, you don't want it to land. That's. Yeah, that checks out. That checks out to me. Yeah. So I'm just going to name one of them Charlene. One of them Charlene? Yeah. You know, I was thinking, I'm like, well, I'm going to have a pregnant goat all the time. I was like, it was the most white trash thing I could think of. I said a pregnant lady hanging out of a camper with a cigarette hanging out of her mouth with five kids sitting around her. What's, so the, that's, name that's of Charlene. The, what's the name of the uh, llama in fucking Napoleon Dynamite? The Tina? Tina, yes. Shut up, Tina. Yeah, see, that that's that's Nina's grandma's name. So I'm like, I can't name a, a goat after her oh, grandma. That makes sense. You can't you can't mm-hmm. mock a family member. I understand. Jackson did name one of them Yoda, though. I mean, hey, I respect my, that. My father even stick out like this. Obviously, I respect that. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, look at that. Know. You didn't know? Oh, well, I seen it in the profile picture, but damn. I'm just first time seeing it in person. Oh, yeah. Makes noise and shit. Hell yeah. There you go. But anyway, obviously, I approve the name Yoda as a Star Wars fan. <clears throat> the last episode. Yeah, this thing's going stick straight out, bro. Like the other two, they go up and down, like, you know, like this shit. Yeah, that's when it goes. <laughs> You say <laughs> so you have one female goat. No, oh, you have three female goats. All three of them are females. Yeah, they're you triplets. Straight up Jurassic Park. You said no breeding. Well, see, there's, yeah, well, there's we got no the, unauthorized the breeding. In we're Jurassic going to warn him. We're gonna breed the other two. We're keeping those two because I'm buying a buck next month. All right, that's respectable. Look at you. And his name's going to be Big Daddy. Breeding animals, Big Daddy. I can't stand you, Billy. I got Big Daddy, Charlene, 
Even though the, him being a Billy girl, I thought about naming him Billy Ray. Like Billy Ray and Charlene, perfect. Perfect. They're made for each other. They are made for each other. Normally, I would try to warm my guests up, but you're pretty used to this. You do the you do the Average Joe's podcast, which will be coming back soon, I feel like. I feel like we need to get back on top of things with all the spring games wrapping up. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, finally, I've been trying to catch up or watch them all because I've been letting them air like stream, and then after they get done streaming, they actually play on the actual channels. So I've just been recording them all and going through each one. and Yeah, it's been a process. It is a process. Uh it's going to be our third season doing it. And I feel like we have a lot of experience podcasting together now. We know what to expect. Yes. At least in the sports realm. We've been doing a lot of sports stuff together. Indeed. Plus, I always enjoy hearing about your ranch lifestyle. It blows me away. You're like a real <laughs> Yellowstone character. Well, no. They should let you drunk like show. You. I'm always drunk like a Yellowstone character. That's fairly accurate. They should let you on that show, Billy. As like a ranch hand. They could call you. I Big, wish they would. They could call you Big Daddy Slim. Oh. <gasps> yes. Ooh. It, mm. There you go. Mm. You could get in a fight. You could get in a bar fight mm. with Rip Wheeler. Buddy, buddy, I'll do anything in that show as long as I get to hang out with Lenny Wilson for a day. I don't give a fuck. Get to hang out with who? Lenny Wilson. Oh, God, yeah. Dude, the internet lost their mind over that young lady. That's America's sweetheart, buddy. That's America's sweetheart. It is America's new sweetheart. I will give you that. I will give you that. Dude, when is that uh, show come back out? I haven't even seen the, season, the part one finale. It's just because I'm waiting. Uh, Father's Day? Jesus Christ, Father's Day? June, I believe. Did they film some of it or something, or is it still in production? Do you know? Well, it's normally broken into two different times. I'm pretty sure it's normally like, what is it? November, December, whatever the hell it comes out, and then June. Something like that, yeah. I know November it came out. I'm waiting for 1923 or four or whatever the hell it's called to come back out. Yeah. I'm tired of seeing Kevin Costner's not coming back news. To, I'm done. I don't want to see that shit. I mean, that's they say that this last season's going to be the end, so. That's what I'm hearing, and I'm upset about it. You're upset about it? You want more Yellowstone? I enjoy Yellowstone, but. I feel like I need to go close the podcast room door. I'll be right back. You go ahead. Keep talking. I miss. Uh, I'm. I, I, I'll I miss Yellowstone. They could do another two seasons of the ranch being fine. It'd be great. Oh, see, this is where we're gonna disagree because I have a super hot take about this. So I, I think you should always end TV shows before people want you to. Always leave them wanting more, not less. Well, so here, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. He's gonna die. I think so. Casey's yeah. gonna want nothing to do with it. And it's going to get left back to, because remember in, in 1883, when uh, he buried his daughter, the chief was like, you may bury her here, you can settle here, but in five generations, we'll be taking, we'll take the land back. You think it's going to go to the next And Tim McGraw years? said, in five generations, he goes, you can have it back. It's been five generations. 
Do you think the Native Americans are going to take it back? Old rainwater is going to get it? 1,000%. See, I agree. I, I think something will happen. I just don't think... Here's my thing. Like, what do you? How do you want it to end? I don't want Kevin Costner to be dead. I think that's unavoidable. I honestly, I, I Sam hates me for this because she watches the show, but this is how I watch TV, and it's how I've always watched TV. These shows like this because it's essentially just the Sopranos with cowboy hats. It almost has to end badly for the main characters. Like they can't just get away with it at the end. It feels like the only I mean, show, as long the as only as show I've ever seen. I'm, I guess. Although I have to say, the only show I've ever seen do that was Ozark. Was I guess a, I'm okay with Kevin Costner dying as long as Rip doesn't die. See, I've always felt like Rip was more likely to die because he's the most noble character, like one of the more noble characters in the show, and it would have so much impact to kill him. Like, especially near the end. Like, that's the thing that you really sets everybody off, and everybody's like, all right, everybody has to die. That's what I always felt was coming, but I don't think so anymore. No, they they would people would riot. It's too late now. It's too late to pull the trigger on that. I think if you were gonna do it when he rode off into all the gunfire at the end of season two, was the time to do it. If you were gonna kill Rip, that was the time to do it to pull the trigger on that. Yeah, it would have hurt, but people could have got over it. I'm just mad. See, I I could have done five seasons of 1883. I have a, but they decided to make it one. That. Huh? I still haven't seen all that. Oh my god! Leave me alone! It's so slow. Well, they made it one season, and they could have made it like five. They could have. Because I'm sorry, you did not just tell us the story of them getting from Fort Worth, Texas, to Montana in eight episodes. Oh. I'm sorry, you didn't. Well, the first season should have been them just trying to get out of Texas. Well, yeah. I mean, these are, it has to be kind of a long-form story. But I, I respect that, but I don't like... It almost hinders your story when you when you know everybody's going to die at the end or something bad is going to happen to all the characters in the end. So I understand why people don't like 1883. I yeah. haven't seen 1923. I've been told it's kind of slow-moving. It well. is. It's like after the, the so the season ending or or the you know they do like the breakaway in the mid the middle of the first season they break it up into two parts. Yeah. It's like you're you're waiting for old buddy this whole time, and then finally you're like motherfucker, and then you gotta wait till the next part of it, the the second half, the first season for the shit you're wanting to happen to fucking happen, and then it yeah. Well, that was like, have you ever seen the show You on Netflix? You? Yeah. No. First off, great show. About a straight up, a dude who is a straight up serial killer just stalking these women and putting them in a glass box. It's great. It's awesome. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But that show had a, two parts for the first time, and it just kind of threw me off. Like I like the first part felt so disjointed to me. Mm-hmm. because, you know what I mean, like, it just felt like everything was getting set up, set up for the second part. And to me, that's how this last season of Yellowstone felt. Yeah. Like they're just I don't know. I've seen where they're coming the out with 1944, 1945. 
They're going to go all the way up to, to the modern Yellowstone. And here's the thing. The only story I give a shit about seeing in that is John. I don't care about any of the rest of this shit at all. Like, when you get to 19-whatever and John's running the ranch up till now, I will watch that show. So, Although, you have to get I, the dude who plays young John in Yellowstone now. Otherwise, I'm not fucking watching it. Because that dude kills it. Are you talking about the dude? What's the his dude name? who's been playing him? Yes. What's his name? He's the guy from Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, I know. I don't remember. I can't remember his name, though. Yeah, 1,000% he'll play him. I hope so. See, I'll watch dude, that show. You can, give me five seasons. you can give me five seasons of that. Oh, yeah. Of him doing that. Shit. And Rip being his kid. Yeah. And... As Rip grows up. Yeah. Josh Lucas. Yeah. Give me five seasons of that. Yeah. See, I'll watch that show. The rest of this shit I'm just kind of not interested in. Even though Harrison Ford is in the new one. And I'm just kind of like, all right, I'll watch it because Harrison Ford's on it. I, it is, I actually do enjoy it. But I know the new one coming out, was it 1944 or 45, whatever it's called? Matthew McConaughey's like the main guy in it. Shut the fuck up. Swear to God. All right, well, that could work. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey is the main guy, and it's either 1944 or 1945, one of the two. I, I just hope... And they then they're, they're doing a 4 6 spinoff, too, but they ain't announced when it's coming out yet. Yeah, they're doing a 4 6 spinoff. I, I'm surprised we're getting one more season of Yellowstone, because I thought the 4 6 spinoff was going to be what the Texas crew was going to do. Like, when everybody went down to Texas, I figured that, like, Rip and all them were going down to film part of that, to be a part of that show for a little while. So, you know what I mean? To boost mm-hmm. the ratings of that show before Yellowstone ended. But I guess this is the last season of Yellowstone, reportedly. So, I'm just kind of like, well, I don't understand, then, why Rip is in Texas. If this is going to be the last season. Uh, I see. I got a feeling it's not going to be the last season. I don't think so either. I think it will be Kevin Costner's last season. I don't think it's that either. I think they're doing publicity. That'd be crazy. It'd be genius, but it'd be crazy. I think Kevin Costner loves too much. I think he wants to make movies. I think he's got movies he wants to make. I think that's the whole the issue is the scheduling issue. It has nothing to do with him not liking the show. He's got movies he wants to go make. He wants to be a big movie star. He's made enough movies in his lifetime. He made Dance with Wolves. That's enough for me, right? You ain't got to do nothing else, my man. I mean, for me, this is by far maybe the most, one of the, probably the most impressive thing he's been in in a decade, at least. Mm. Yeah. As much as I enjoy Kevin Costner, I would say this is his best product. And then they're going to do a thousand spinoff shows. He was in draft day. And other than that, I don't remember him being in anything else in the last 10 years. That's fair. Um, I mean, it is going to have a thousand. By the way, he it's going to have a thousand spinoffs. Hmm? I'm talking about uh, Yellowstone. Oh. 
I mean, I, I, I enjoy him. Yeah, I don't mind. But like you said, I'm really, I can't wait for the Josh Lucas one eventually that we get about John. That's the one we need. Shit, uh, yeah, at this I, point, I, I, if I, Kevin I, Costner wasn't going to play John anymore, I would be fine if they were just like, we're just going to promote you and you just do it on the regular show. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, He's I'm, I'm into that. I can be into that. You could convince me. I'll miss Kevin Costner, but I'll be into this. Dude, I just think, like, I don't know. I, I'm watching another show on, like, HBO, and that show is super, like, have you ever seen Barry? Barry? Yeah, with Bill Hader. No, you told me about that one time, though. Terrifying. Dude, this show is, it's hilarious, but it's, like, super depressed. Like, it's almost like a psychological horror show. Like, you just, it's one of those shows, like, you watch it, and you're just like, this is fucking wild. But, like, one of my favorite parts of it is, like, these gangsters like all these dudes like chechen mafia and the like the chinese mob and the, all that all these people meet at a dave and busters they to have like a sit down and talk about <laughs> and talk about how to move their business forward whoever wins the ski ball yeah and i love that stuff and i think yellowstone does a good job of kind of balancing out the super dark moments with the funny moments but this last season has been Real harsh, it feels like. Yeah. He's been pretty fucking rough. <laughs> Everybody's so angry Man. all the time. I know. Like, the first season was the best season. It wasn't too bad. And listen, I, another hot take I've had about this season, Beth's starting to get on my nerves. I'm like, why are you gangbanging at breakfast? Just relax a little bit. A little. Like, just take a little of the edge off. I don't need a lot. I'm not saying you have to, like, become, you know, Betty fucking Crocker. I'm just saying uh, calm down. Just settle a second. It doesn't have to be fucking code red, level five constantly. Yeah. It's so much. Yeah. Poor Rip lost that man. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm just like, that's why everyone's in love with Rip, because he's able to put up with her. All the nonsense. <laughs> man, I think that's why Kevin called. Yeah, he's like, yeah, bro, of course. I don't know. I didn't know right oh, no. Fucking die. One of the two's going to die. It's either Jamie or fucking Beth. One of the two. And I'm, they need to go ahead and get it the fuck over with. It's two seasons too, too long. Uh, I would say the more likely to go would be Jamie. I would put my money on there's a chance both of them go, though. I think that's very they, possible. They didn't need to fucking go ahead and do They should have killed Jamie off two years ago. I like Jamie's character. I just don't like... I'm just like, just pick a side, bro. Either be the villain or don't be the villain. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Go ahead and just fucking off him. Fucking off him. He's going to be the big bad, him, it seems. Dude, dude. Nah. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be a an interesting end to a, a good television show. Speaking of a thousand spinoffs, they're doing all kinds of spinoff series now. There is talks they're going to do two more Game of Thrones prequels. 
When does that, I did, they haven't even came back out with the second part of House of Dragons. Well, they just announced that they are filming season two of the House of the House of the Dragon now. Oh, finally! Yeah, so it'll be out next year, obviously. Oh my God! I, they haven't been filming this whole time. Well, no, Billy. These people want to go see their families. Dude, House of Dragon literally ended. There was fucking six episodes. Yeah. Well, they just started filming. They're doing two more prequel series. One about when the Targaryens conquered all of Westeros. And then one about... I can't remember what the other one's about. I'm really only interested in the one about conquering all of Westeros. Mostly because I want to see my man Henry Cavill get cast as Aegon the Conqueror in it. Who? Henry Cavill, the guy that used to play Superman. The guy that is about to stop playing the Witcher. Uh, okay. I'm so mad about that, dude. I just need more Damon. More Damon Targaryen? I'm super pumped mm-hmm. for season two. So apparently they're going to do like three, four seasons of House of the Dragon. Well, I need all of it because I need I need all the sassy Damon I can get. I know. The, he, I, I literally miss Matt Smith on my television screen every Sunday. Nothing really matches how hyped I used to get to, for fucking House of the Dragon on Sunday. I don't know. I'm pretty hyped for Barry. That's just because I have three seasons of investment, and this show is like breaking bad levels of good. See, it's one show I never got into. Really? Yeah, I know. I think I've watched like two episodes of it ever. Breaking Bad? Mm-hmm. That is kind of crazy. Most people would say that's insanity. Well, it, uh, most humans can. I really like. I really like Brooklyn Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's true. My brother really likes Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's a big Brooklyn Nine Nine guy. Uh, Billy, yeah. another oh. another spinoff they're doing. They are remaking Harry Potter. They're gonna turn and make a TV show that's more at book. Actor. Didn't the main cast be in it? They're talking about like. Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah. No, it's going to be new actors. Oh, I heard it was going to be Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grant, and Emma Watson. No, they're going to redo the whole like the whole Harry Potter story just in TV form and make it more book-like, accurate to the books. Well, that's going to be weird. I also heard J.K. Rowling's in it are going to be helping direct it, and people are pissed. She's not. She's a producing, I think, but I don't know if she's directing it. But, I mean, yeah, people are pissed. I don't understand why people are pissed. She wrote the books. That's my thing. Like I, I think everybody's so used to having the the main three that J.K. Rowling's turned into nobody. Well, they hate J.K. Rowling because she doesn't like she doesn't like the gay people. Oh, getting that because they made she made Dumbledore gay. Yeah, well, she made Dumbledore gay, but she also donates to, like, anti-trans things. She's super anti-trans. Like, not anti-trans, but she's very much, like, has an opinion about the whole trans thing. Like, she's firmly in one camp, and people are obviously angry about that. And I understand why they're angry. She's a woman with lots of money and influence. But also, maybe we shouldn't listen to the lady who wrote the Wizard book series about for our politics. I'm just saying, of course she's going to be involved with 
Harry Potter stuff. She wrote all those fucking books. She literally created the whole fucking universe. I don't understand. People are stupid and they think they're entitled to have a fucking say. Well, everyone thinks they're entitled to have a say. Yeah. That would be like, you know, like, they released a video of George Lucas saying the N-word tomorrow. I would be like, that's awful. But <laughs> he's going to continue to make Star Wars stuff, and I'm going to keep watching it. That's my whole thing. I understand why people are getting so mad about her stance on whatever the fuck she believes. That's what she believes, and that's what she believes. You can get pissed off about it. Yeah. You'll see, she might not, she might not like the things that you fucking agree with. Oh yeah, I'm sure she. Would. I'm sure she. Would like pissed off about it? No, I'm sure. Jake yeah, you did. Like, you move on. Ninety percent of the things I've ever said on the show. But I don't know. It's just a weird. It's such a weird thing to watch people turn against. Like try to turn people against the property. Like they try to get people to not buy Harry Potter stuff. Because J.K. Rowling can make money from it. I'm just like. What an odd obsession to have. And everybody does it. I mean, look what's well, happening with Bud Light right now. But Everybody's mad at Bud Light. No. See? Oh, God. Here we go. Now we're getting on a fucking tangent. I can't wait. I waited as long as I could. Brilliant marketing move. I mean, yeah. I mean, you get all these people that are sitting there buying it, pouring it out. I mean, pouring it out, shooting it, all this other kind of shit. You're still buying it. Yeah, I mean, you got to pay for that. It, it, but at the same time, like, my whole thing was, my biggest question was, you did this right after the shooting in Nashville. And... Instead of talking about that, you turned around and just started promoting trans people. Yeah. So are you telling me you're promoting trans people after a trans person shot up in elementary school? I think what it, all it was was Bud Bush Anheuser was trying to extend themselves into the gay market. And just unintentionally pissed a whole bunch of other people off. And now they're trying to be like, well, fuck. How do we fix this now? My thing is, you did you could have done it at a worse time. No, I mean you could we, like you couldn't have optically chose a worse time to unveil this out. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they if that was their plan, as uh, horrible. I just like don't... you could not, and, and if it wasn't, like they already had this plan, and then that happened, then they released it right after that again. Not the best move, my man. I mean, at some point, you just have to change. Your not, course. but like, not really hitting your demographic with that cam, buddy. Well, not only that, I mean, it's just, I mean, one for one, I'm also, I don't understand why people care that much. One, it's not an international product. We don't, we aren't going to get it. I'm just like, listen, if you like Bud Light, just drink the fucking Bud Light. Don't, don't be weird. But also, I, it wasn't optically a good time for Bud Light to come out with. A campaign like that and also i just don't understand why 
Why does everyone feel the need to try to, like, corner the gays? I feel like gay people are just like straight people. If they think beer is the beer is good, they will drink it. It doesn't matter if there's a fucking rainbow with- on the can or not. I'm I'm going to go ahead and tell you now. A, a beer's a beer. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, it, I'm going to drink it. If it's offered to me, I'm going to drink it. Like I hate to break it to you guys if Stella and Michelob Ultra came out tomorrow with rainbow cans and rainbow bottles. I'm still drinking those motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean, I just, I can't, I do what I can. I can't help myself. I, I like what I like. I, I, I like beer. Yeah, you were asking me to change years of alcoholism. For political purposes, and that's just not inside. That's not in in me. I had a buddy I work with. He said I thought about making a post on Facebook saying anybody who's pissed off about their Bud Lights ain't not drinking anymore. I will, I will, I will, I will take care of this, and I will dispose of it for you for free. All you gotta do is drop it off on my doorstep. Yep. <laughs> I will dispose of your Bud Light, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys would like to get rid of it. I will open a Bud Light disposal service. We will get rid of this terrible product that is ruining America. Me and Billy Early. Yes. Mind. We will get. We will use it. We will get rid of it. We will. We will show you its disposal live on our college football show. Yes, I, I will. <laughs> you got a funnel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we will teach you. We will show you guys. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you now. Old Bill White over here, he likes drinking his beer while he's doing shit outside. And I got a lot of shit I do outside on the weekends. Let me tell you now, there's 90% of the time there's a brewski in my hand doing it. I don't care if it's a bush light, if it's a butt light, if it's a rainbow can, I don't care. If it's hot outside and I'm on top of a damn goat barn putting metal roofing on, there's going to be a beer in my hand. Yeah, there is going to be alcohol involved somehow, some way. Osa might not approve, but I do. I just... Why do people care? Why is everything a political statement? You can't fucking do anything anymore. You can't drink a beer. You can't watch a movie. You can't fucking follow someone on Twitter without it being some kind of political statement. You can't even not make political statements without it being a political statement. I'll never forget when Trump got elected and Taylor Swift was just like, I just want to make music. I really don't want to talk about politics. And everybody wrote articles about how she was fucking right wing. And I was like... I think she probably just like, no, nah, that all looks awful. That, that's why I live in the boonies, brother. I'm off my own little world. He said I'm off the grid. That's why we got a phone bill in. Hey. It's hard to get him. It's hard to get him out of the woods. Bro, it, it, that's the issue. Nobody can say anything without pissing somebody else off. And everybody forgot the days where you're allowed to have a fucking different opinion. And that'd be okay. Yeah. If you, and everybody's forgot that. It's fine to, to disagree with each other. We don't all have to be on the same page. No. But the problem is the politicians are the ones who fucking divided everybody. They're the ones who made it fucking... Oh, this, they say this that's wrong. You've got to punch and this is wrong. And then the other side goes back, well, they're wrong, so you need to punch them, they're wrong. And then it just caused... It's been fucking just bleh, ever since. It's been a it's been a nightmare in this country, really, ever since 2016. Just, I just wish you know, you know what I wish you know what one thing that they need to go ahead and just go ahead and just 
pass the law. Yo, I just just smack somebody in the fucking mouth for being stupid. That would that law would be, it would be enforced frequently. I feel like. Oh, without a doubt. Sometimes people just need smacked in the mouth to get put back in their place. But that's, that's it cool. would be mostly appreciated by retail workers. Mm 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 mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. No. Fuck yeah. Uh, I, mm. Speaking of people getting smacked, sometimes it, it, it's oh God. no word you can't fix it. I don't know how many times in my life, like, re, I, I wanted to pull full tombstone. Oh, we're fucking wired. I know exactly. Just what you're talking straight about. up, just bitch slaps old buddy. And he said, "Go ahead, and pull that hog leg." And he fuck, smacks him again. He goes, "Come on now." Yeah, you, you stay in there. Or you're just gonna bleed. Yeah, that's the fucking. Great Sometimes that's exactly what this world needs. Kurt Russell's the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I had that man's handlebar mustache. I wish I had that man's hair. Oh, God, yes. He still has luscious hair. He, I just Sam, me, and the boys watched that fucking Santa Claus movie that he's in, and I'm just like, that man still looks good. Look at him. Bro. Kurt Russell. Vintage Kurt Russell. Me and guy we're talking about today. Oh, dude, like the thing, Kurt Russell, Please. Fox. Please tell me that's a stone. You've seen that's a fox. Please tell me you've seen Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. I I feel like I have seen it, but not recently enough to like viv- like not vividly. Like I haven't seen it a lot, bro. Classic. But I've seen the thing like a thousand times, bro. Oh yeah, Kurt Russell Big is Trouble fucking classic. Jacked, yeah, dude. <clears throat> this was what eighty six, bro. Oh, fucking dude throws really a sick. knife, a throwing knife. Kurt Russell fucking leans out the way, catches that bitch, launches right back and sticks in an old dude's forehead. Fucking classic. Yeah, the thing is nineteen eighty two. Yeah, eighties Kurt Russell. What a man. Mm, what a man. Dude, for me, the thing is probably my favorite horror In the word salt and pepper, what a mighty good man. Yeah, what a mighty good man. And dude, he still still looks real good for his age. Like every time I see him, I'm just like, I hope I age like Kurt Russell. I'll tell you what, I hope I age like Pedro Pascal. Uh, tell you who I saw the other day around the same age who didn't look great was Mel Gibson. Yeah. I mean, hey, Kevin Costner looks good for his age. He does. He's got to be up there, Nate, doesn't he? He's got to be 70. I feel like me and Sam talked about this recently. Because she's got a giant crush on Kevin Costner, has her whole life. And I'm just like, he's old enough to be your father. <laughs> mm. 68. Girl, I'll tell you what, I love, I love Costner. Oh, that's another one we forgot to talk about. Costner and uh, he did Highwaymen with Woody Harrelson. That was a great movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but I've heard really good things about it. A good, uh, my, great movie. My favorite Costner movie is. Uh, God. My favorite Costner movie is Dances with Wolves. I do like Dances with Wolves, but movie's fucking depressing. So it's hard for me to say it's my favorite. I love that movie. The fucking classic. Probably just for the cheesy factor that the movie I just recently watched him in it is The Bodyguard with Whitney Houston. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That is B-movie heaven. 
There's a Dude, stalker that, uh, trying to kill Whitney Houston, and then it turns out to be her sister. And then Kevin Costner shoots her. What? Oh, and then Kevin Costner <laughs> sleeps with Whitney Houston. I was like, good for Kevin Costner. <laughs> you just have a sex scene with Whitney Houston. What? What a fucking G move. Oh, that's what I thought watching it. I was like, good for Kevin Costner. What a fucking what a legendary thing to have on your career. Dude, dude, low key best movie he's ever done. Bull Durham. I feel like I've seen this. Dude, he's a catcher. Yeah, on like a minor league pitching team, a minor league baseball team. He's done a lot of dude. a lot of sports movies. Is Mr. Kevin Costner? It's a big thing. Like, he did the track yeah. movie. What's the track movie called? That's the one Hunter Stewart really likes. Oh, yes. I've seen that. Uh, with It's uh, the Hispanic kids. Yeah. It's cross-country. Cross-country. Yeah, cross-country. But he's in that movie. He does the draft day movie. He's in... That was actually a really good movie. And then, yeah, he was in draft day. And then he's in, you know, obviously Field of Dreams. Ooh, another Loki. I really like Ten Point Elliot Ness. In uh, oh yes, that's the one I was trying to think of. That's my favorite Costner movie by far. Is the Untouchables. Oh, uh, the Untouchables. Yes, very very good movie. Yeah, oh, oh, Robert uh, De Niro is out. Our boy. What's his name? Uh, so uh, I say Elliot. Uh, no, I know who you're talking about. It's not Sam Elliot. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Sean Connery. Yes. You just give her a little schmear. Yeah, Sean Connery. Sh- sh- Sean Connery. That's my favorite Sean Connery quote of all time. When Barbara Walters asked him about if he smacked his wife, and he's like, sometimes they get out of line, you just got to give them a little smack. And I was like, Sean, <laughs> where is your publicist? You can't say that in public. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't feel that way. You're from a different generation, from a different fucking country. I'm just saying, shh. Dude, I'll tell you what, though. That's not how America quote, works anymore. I, but I'll tell you what, it just reminded me. So, this quote from fucking Bull Durham with Kevin Costner. There's a scene in it where this pitcher, it's like a rookie pitcher. He's having issues at this game. They're having issues and fucking. Costner calls the timeout. He goes up to the mound. And he starts talking. And he's like, yeah, man. Like, my dad's here. I'm, like, freaking out. And they say, like, the rest of the team starts coming up. And they also talk about the problems that they're having at the time. And they say, oh, they're out there at the mound for, like, three minutes. And, like, they say, no, they're like, what the fuck is going on? And, they're, like, so, like, the, the manager comes running out there. He's like, what's going on? And he kept Costner looks over at him and says, well, he said, you over here? He said, he's got a new girlfriend, man. He goes, He's got to figure out, he's getting serious, man. Like, he's got to get her something, like, he got to get her something. Like, his dad's over here, freaking out. his dad's over in the stands. He goes, we got some serious shit going on over here. <laughs> it, it made me think about it the other day, because, so, a few weeks ago, me and Nina took the boys to, uh, over in Old Madison, the old shops and all that, and we were on our way back to Scott, uh, back home. And we were going through Hanover, and I guess, like, a tornado had hit there, like, a couple weeks before that. Yeah. And so we're driving down the road, and you see, like, fucking trees ripped in half, and fucking, like, roofs of houses gone, like, barns demolished, all sorts of shit. So we started talking about the tornado that went through there. And Maverick, my six-year-old, out of the back seat, goes, wait, tornadoes are real? (laughs) (laughs) 
we were like, he said, I thought those were just yeah, in the movies, movies bro. What? And he was like, he was like, he's like, I didn't know they were real. He said, we hold like, on, yeah, dude. So like, so you know, bro, from the time Uber their hangover to the time we got home, that kid had a thousand fucking questions. He's like, well, where do we go? They're like, do we go into the house? Like, what about the dogs? Are the dogs gonna die? Like, well, you know, but okay. And he's like, no, I wait. And it made me think of Kevin Costner and Bulldog. I'm like, hey, we got some serious shit going on right now. We gotta figure this out. Yeah, we got some serious shit going on right now, man. He said, hold on, that shit's for real. Bro, couldn't have lined up. The world could not have aligned any better. Because literally there's a storm coming through as we were getting home. We literally get out of the truck. A bolt of lightning fucking hits not that far from our house. Huge crack. Boom. The whole ground starts shaking. Maverick. Boom, fucking oh gone. That little, his little ass fucking took off bolting into the house. <laughs> he said, no, nah, I'm good. I ain't trying to die today. Yeah. He, he said, like, I've nah, seen Twister. The storm coming in. I know it's coming. Fucking Bull Durham, though. Yeah, dude. Coster, he's in a couple sports movies. He really is. He's a, he is a sports movie guy, old Kevin Costner. We talked about people getting slapped earlier for being stupid. Speaking of people being slapped, so did you see that it's official? Nick Diaz is going to box Jake Paul. Yeah. Wait, is Nick, Nick's the older brother, right? Nick is the younger one, the one that fought Connor. Oh, yeah, he's a fucking dog. Yeah, he's going to box Jake Paul. I believe in July. Ooh. That's Ooh. interesting, I feel like. Talk about that for a second. I'm going to get a brewski. He said, talk about it for a second. I'm going to go get a brewski saddle, ladies and gentlemen, with a beer in hand. See, I feel like Nick Diaz, though. It's an interesting fight. It's an interesting fight, I got to say. It is. Because Nick Diaz is not a boxer. No. Well, he can box. He trains with boxers, but he's more of like a yeah. He's just a mission guy. Yeah, it's like, but I've always seen anytime I've ever seen Nick Diaz, it's like he's always like on top of somebody on the ground beating the fuck out of them. Yeah, he's a brawler. He's, I'm telling you now, but you're not knocking him out. No, that's the thing. I I keep thinking. I'm just like you can't. I don't think he's gonna knock Nick out, but I think there's a chance he could outbox Nick Diaz. Well, I mean, he finally fought an actual boxer and he lost. Yeah, so. he got, well, well, my thing, thing is, like, he got not only lost, he got, like, slugged up a little bit. Like, Tommy outclassed him. He just danced around him and Jake landed one or two not okay punches. Yeah, like I say, he's fought, everybody's fought has not been, like, an actual boxer. And then the one boxer he actually fights is an actual boxer he loses to. It's not a good sign. Not a good sign. Things are not, what? not. It's not a good sign. Things are not looking good for Jake. Yeah. No. Realm. I mean, I think this is kind of the only thing he can do is box guys he knows he can probably beat. Yeah. And how long can you get away with that Ooh. before you fight a guy who murders you? My thing is, like, I would love to see him box. Uh... Conor McGregor because Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor went toe to toe with uh, Floyd Mayweather. 
He did hit foot a couple times. I don't know if Connor Connor's a little older now, so I don't know if he'd want to do that. Yeah. What I'm scared is gonna happen <sighs> to Jake is Jake is eventually gonna fight like box a dude who's like Tommy, who has a name and is an up and coming boxer, but unlike Tommy, can hit hard and is gonna send Jake to fucking space in front of God and everybody. That's what event that's how this like people don't think that's how this ends, but that's how this ends. Like inevitably you catch a guy you're like oh i'll box this dude i'm pretty sure i can beat him and then he sends you to the fucking shadow realm what so what weight class is he technically he is probably more like a cruiserweight like 192.05 naturally what is uh uh what's his name the UFC guy. Uh, Which one? Francis? Yes. Francis and Ga- Francis Ngannou? Francis is probably too big. But you take you a think guy. He is? You, yeah, he's like 260. He's a big boy. He... Uh, but, I did you know the guy who just fought this weekend against Israel Adesanya? That fella could probably get to about 205, 190, healthily. And he's got fucking meteors for fists. And he used to kickbox. So he's got boxing experience. My concern is eventually Jake's going to box a guy like that. And he's going to get overconfident. And this dude's going to say, you douche! And uh, like I said, (laughs) when the lights go out, the lights go fucking out. Yeah. Like, I really want to see, like, Francis, like, him challenge Francis. And Francis be like, okay. And then it just night-night round one. Well, he kept trying to get Canelo to fight him, and I'm like, first off, there's no boxing commission on earth that's going to let you fight Canelo Alvarez because he would kill you. Dude, I want to see. Fuck, you know what? You want to get you know fight a real boxer? Get Tyson out of retirement. I'd pay to see that. Oh my god, that's what I'm really scared of. Is that one of them is going to challenge Mike Tyson, and then we're going to watch a 50 year old man murder a YouTuber on television? Beat the fuck. Tyson would beat the fuck out of him. Because Mike's horrifying. He'd probably try to starve him. He'd probably have to fight Logan. He probably couldn't fight Jake. Do you Dude, know who, you know who would be would interesting? Start, Tyson would start doing the roids and cocaine again and absolutely murder him. Oh, yeah. The roids and cocaine again. <laughs> I mean, Herschel yeah. Walker? That motherfucker's still shredded. He can fight, too. He's fought the MMA fights. Yeah, wasn't he like 4-0 or something like that? Yeah, he was pretty decent. I mean, he was fighting to me. Before that dumb motherfucker decided to run for governor of Georgia, that was, God yeah. bless it. Well, and I mean, you know, to be fair, he was beating up plumbers and electricians, so. <clears throat> it's not like he was choking out John Jones. It's feel like he was choking out his own election process at the time, too. Oh, God Jesus bless Christ. you to hear that man talk. Yeah, he just said a whole bunch of shit that you're just like, Herschel, you should have never done this shit. <laughs> no, you should have been a football running back your whole life. See, you can tell when people don't have real friends. They don't have real friends. They're like, you can't do that. <laughs> don't, don't. Yeah, don't do this. Don't I do repeat. this. Like, if I ever told you I was going to run for president, it is your job as my friend to be like, Kyle, you you can't run for president. The things people will I'd find out. The things people will find out about you will haunt you <laughs> for the, the rest of your days. That's the only thing. I was like, I'd vote for you, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, they're going to find out some shit. Yeah, there's some shit <laughs> that I've done 
that like not only are there witnesses that there there are people who are you know present and function and saw me do this shit that they'd just be like nah he should have felonies <laughs> no shit shit it's still not as bad as the shit they did get away with that's true I mean, no, you never know. If Donald Trump could be the president, I could probably be the president. One day. I, I wouldn't want to be the president. That seems like a stressful job. Fuck that. That seems like a stressful, stressful job. Well, Billy, that wraps up all of the, the prepared topics I had for you. Are you ready to have some fun? No, buddy, I'm always ready for fun. That's true. Bro. We, I feel like we always have fun regardless. Let's see if I can actually get this pulled up on my cellular device. I'll take a picture of it. We can do a tier list, which I've done on this show many times before. Okay. But this time we're going to do something that referenced something we talk about. We're going to do a tier list of beer. Ooh. Ooh. Right? Okay. I feel like that's I got a, you. I feel like that's a good one. So, obviously. I can do this. He said, I can do this. I can do this. So obviously, there's S tier, which is like the top tier. This is the 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 fucking chef's kiss beer. A is pretty good. B is good. C is I'll drink it. D is I need to be drunk. And F is it wouldn't matter if I was blackout drunk. Get that shit away from me. But there's a lot of beer that I would drink just to fucking drink it. <laughs> I know. So I'm saying. So if I'm just putting something in F. You guys know, I mean that shit with all my heart. <sighs> I get this to go away. There we go. But all right, Billy. Yes, sir. Are you ready? I'm one thousand percent ready. Get this thing set up for us. All right, let me see where all the the shits is. All right. Get all the the beers listed here. Cuz it's not giving me a list for some reason. Keystone Light, Billy, first. Oh, Keystone? Yeah. Keystone is in the list of I'll drink it if I have to drink it. It's D. Yeah, I agree. It's D tier to me. Or it's D or C. I would say D. D is the I'll drink it if I'm drunk. I won't drink it. So I won't start on Keystone. I will not do that. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go D. Yeah, I feel like that's a that is a that is a good ranking for Keystone Light. Is it yeah. tier beer? All right. Let's say Michelob Ultra. For me, this is S tier. This is S tier beer. Wait, what'd you say? It is S tier. This is the top of the line, a light beer. I'll give it A. I'll back off my opinion a little bit. I love Michelob Ultra specifically because it does not bloat me the way other beers do. You know what I give it? What? I give it an F. Really? 
How dare you? I hate Michelob Ultras. Why? What's wrong with that? Huh? What's wrong I with that? I fucking hate them. How dare you? I'm going to disagree completely with this. What is, it, what is it about them? I, I, I don't know. I just don't know. Do you, like, I just, is it, eh, you just like eh. the fucking bloating feeling of other beers. You just want. You just like to feel like Veruca. Yes. From, from fucking Willy Wonka, you like to feel like fucking Nine is gonna be able to roll you a, down the hallway. To a bed. giant blueberry. Yes. Yes. One thousand <laughs> percent. I ain't feeling like a prissy little bitch drinking a Michelob Ultra. I don't even feel like a prissy little bitch. I do feel like a prissy little bitch, but it's so good. <laughs> I can't help I, myself. I've just never been a fan of it. I love it so much. It's so delicious to me. I'll, I'll back off a little bit and go A tier because it's not the best beer you can get. It is. It's now, super... now let, me, let me rephrase this because if I am drunk and it's the only beer there is, then I will drink it. So D. Like I said, when it comes to beer, I am not picky, so I'll give it a D. That's nice of you. Uh, I like McUltra, but again, I, I understand why some people don't. It's not the highest in alcohol content. That I acknowledge is true. If you're getting, if you're just drinking Mick Ultras, you're gonna have a, unless you're you know, not a big drinker, you're gonna have a hard time getting super smashed on a lot of Mick Ultra. I've gone through the whole twelve packs of Mick Ultra and just been buzzed. Yeah, I'm just. Mm. But I also am a heavy liquor and beer guy, so to me, I love Mick Ultra so much because it's the perfect beer to pair with liquor because it's not real heavy. So when I make the switch, when I'm already drunk, I'm like, I want to stay drunk, but I don't want to keep drinking liquor. I'm like, those McUltras, that's the move, baby. <laughs> I maintain my drunk. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's smart. Because yeah. Billy, Billy has a tendency when he drinks bourbon, he drinks bourbon. See, I'm the same way. Once I start drinking whiskey, I'm fucking drinking whiskey for the rest of the night. Yeah, I, reach a point I have a tendency like, to I damn near get myself sick. Oh, I've drank three quarters of a fifth of whiskey tonight. I probably should stop and go to bed. Yeah. So Mick Ultra saves me some nights. Make it some nights I'm like, you know what? Drink those Mick Ultras and not throw up tonight and still be drunk. Yeah. Regular Bush, Billy. To me, this is an F. Regular Bush? Yeah, this is an easy F for me. I would not drink this. Regular Bush to so, me is not very good at all. This is one of the few times I've the light it. beer is 100% better than the regular beer. So I've had it, I had it not that long ago. Because I actually stopped somewhere and said, give me a case of Bush Light. And next thing you know, by the time I was in the truck and looked, they gave me Bush. And I'm going to go... Uh, What was C? C is like, will drink it, not my favorite. It's okay. I'll go C. It's okay, essentially. It's not, not yeah. like D where it's like, I have to have already been drinking, and it's like the only beer left at the party. Yeah, I'm going to go C. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'd probably go, I don't know, I'd probably go D. I would have to be drinking. Yeah. I would have had to have already started drinking to to enjoy a bush. Yeah, I'll go C. See, for me, C, the epitome of C is this next one, Miller Lite. Oh, yeah. Miller Lite is a solid C. I'll drink it. If I don't bring alcohol of my own and it's there, I will drink Miller Lite. I'll be like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm never going to seek out a Miller Lite. 
like a Miller High Life. I don't know about that. You ever is had it the same thing? Is it not? I don't know. I mean, you never had one? That's the next I don't on the know. List. Is that the and I was going to have a hot opinion about this because I've had two Miller High Lives in my entire life. And they were fucking garbage to me. I was like, this is awful. Champagne of beers my entire dick. <laughs> I don't know. Are they in the tan can? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like see, uh, on these. Like, I don't know if I would drink these drunk. I think I would. Do you even drunk? I would be like, hmm. <laughs> like, hmm. I don't know about that. Um. Am I drinking goat piss right now? Yeah. I'm not a high life guy. Oh, here we go. The quintessential American beer. Coors Light, baby. The beer of choice of fucking the new reality show I've been watching, Vanderpump Rules. A nice cool Coors Light. See, I've never enjoyed a Coors Light. Yeah, me neither. See, my I, my dad's friends all drank Coors Light, so I've had it when I was younger. Like, oh, you know, if you when you're stealing beers and you're younger, and Coors Light to me was always, has always been gross. Dude, it to me it was like I was drinking a fucking glass of beer flavored water. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm gonna go with an F. I'll go D. If I'm drunk, I'll probably. I'm, you might be able to talk me into a Coors Light if I'm real fucked up and you're like, this is all I have left. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've had some of those nights where I've looked in the cooler and all there was was Coors Light and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> that though, That's an F beer then for you. 100%. If you look in the yeah, cooler like, or the, yeah. the, the fridge and you're like, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, yeah. That, I've never, I can probably say I've never bought a Coors in my life. So you've never had a Coors Banquet, I would assume, either. Which, by the way, did did have an uptick in sales thanks to Yellowstone. Since that show started, we sell a lot more of that. Of what? Coors. Like Coors Banquet, the yellow can. And the oh, yellow yeah. Lettuce. Yeah, see, no. I'm, no. See, I'm the same way. D. Probably F. I've never even had them, and I probably wouldn't drink them. Yeah. It just looks unappealing. It just sounds unappealing. They're like, oh, Coors Light, but not with, but not Coors Light. And I'm like, that sounds awful, but that's garbage. Yeah, no, I'm not a Coors fan at all. Bud Light. This is C beer. <sighs> I might, I could probably go B. It. Let's face it, Bud Light was one of the first beers that any of us have ever drank. Yeah, it's good. It was one of the beers that we would have at a party. In high school or college. It was college. the beer that we everyone had at the party in high school or college. So, Before I, I met can't my wife, it was it. the beer she still drank when I met her. She only switched to Michelob Ultras because I drank them. Dude, it, Bud Light is one of those beers where it's literally, it was what we just drank at parties because we just fucking grab it and go. Yeah, you can grab a case of Bud Light. It's a, you know what it is? It's a beer that everyone pretty much universally if you drink beer you'll be like okay i'll drink yeah beer. like there's very so, i met very few people who would turn down a bud light it may not be their favorite beer but i've met very few people who are just like i won't drink that it see like i uh the only time i've 
I can't remember the last time I've actually a restaurant, dude. I didn't not even at a restaurant. I can't remember what some. Well, I can't even remember the last time I bought a Bud Light at a restaurant. That's true. Uh, what I, about, I can't. It's what, been years. What do you do all these together? The like Bud Light, like you know, the lime, the platinum, all that. What's your favorite of those? If you like platinum, I like the same. I like the platinum. It was the platinum's because we used to fucking get them when we went to college parties, and we would funnel them and get extra fucked up. Jesus Christ, y'all were animals. Yeah, absolute animals. Dude, and and then and then every now and then we we mix the funnel with that and vodka. See, Bud Light Platinum might even surpass Bud Light, and I might put it in a tier. Like I'm like, I will drink the shit out of that. Uh, platinum's delicious, but yeah, dude, I specifically remember a day where we were like try and get heavy heavy before the party we we're pre-gaming and we definitely poured a half a bottle of fucking platinum and mixed it with vodka and chugged it jesus christ that was a wild night it sounds like it was a wild night budweiser's bud heavy king of beers i'm gonna put it in <sighs> A or B? C tier for me. C. Uh, I'm going to put a Bud, Bud Heavies in the B category. It's good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. I put it in the B category. Like I'm not going out of my way to buy it, but I will definitely, if it's there, I will definitely drink a Bud Heavy. Yeah, I hear you. I actually had a Budweiser at a restaurant not that long ago. Uh, Molson Canadians. Never had them. Never had them. What about Corona I think I have Light? Had them, you have had I them. I think I have had them. Look at you diversifying. I think I have had them. We were in Indy, going to a. We were at a friend's house. We were up there for a weekend. We went and watched Louisville play Purdue at Lucas Oil, Lamar Jackson's last year. And we stopped at a liquor store, and I'm pretty sure my buddy bought that. It wasn't bad, but it also wasn't worth remembering. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. So, C-ish area. Yeah. Corona Light and Corona Extra. The Corona family, if you will. <sighs> not a fan. I'm not a fan of, so I can assume you're probably not a Dos Akis or Modelo guy either. Yeah, it, that, that, I, I mean, I, would I would put drink all it. All the Hispanic baby. beers for me into the D, it, probably into the F category. Like, that's how much I dislike them. Like, I don't know that I'd drink them even if I was drunk. Like, I feel like I'd just be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, see, like, I've had the Coronas, and I'm just. I'm not a fan. Of <laughs> any of I, them? I, I, might, I might put it in the F category. What about Pat's Blue Ribbon? Fuck it, buddy. That's a classy fucking beer right there. That's a classy fucking beer right there. Classy fucking beer right there. That's what we used to get because that's the only thing we used to be able to afford. We used to call it Rocky Mountain Goat Piss. Rocky Mountain Goat Piss. PBR, baby. I'm going... I mean, even now, like, if I gotta be in the mood for it, but I would... 
I'd put it in the C category. Yeah, C tier. Definitely C category, but yeah, that's what we used to drink. It was fucking about all we could afford to buy. Jesus Christ. Uh, Rolling Rock. Never had it on this end. That You said you never had it? No. I put it right there, right next to fucking PBR, Bo. <laughs> he said that, like, that, that. That was the very next beer. If we couldn't fucking get PBR, we were getting Rolling Rock. Dude, have you ever had hams? I have. That's an F category for me, buddy. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I wouldn't drink a ham. Big time F. I wouldn't drink a hams if you paid me to. Buddy, I will. The only way um, you will get a hams in my hand is if you're paying me to throw it at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've had it, and it was atrocious. What about Yingling? Are you a Yingling guy? A. A? Traditional lager, A all day. A all day, he says. I'm a bit, I'll go B with you. It's pretty good. No, the Yingling traditional lager is an A. I like the Yingling light myself, but I, 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 I will go B. You give me a Yingling traditional lager, nice and cold, buddy. When I go to restaurants, that's what I order, the Yingling. The Yinglings, baby. But all day. All day. All day, in the words of Schmidt. How about Stella Artois? This is my S-tier beer. Never had it. Oh, my God, Billy. It's so fucking good. It is the perfect... The perfect beer. If you, if you have it nice, ice, and cold. I will say its only downside is once it gets a little lukewarm, it loses its luster. You have to be drunk to continue drinking them if they get lukewarm. But ice cold, the best beer on planet Earth. Even cold. Like, if you can just keep it cold. Once it gets warm, not the move. It's not like Michelob or Bud or, like, the cheaper beers. Where you can let them get cold, you know, warm, and you're still like, all right, this is this is doable though. I can put this down. Mm. But dude, there's nothing like if I get a 12 pack of Stellas, those will be gone within the day if it's summer. And it's got a stronger, a little, little higher alcohol content, so you get a little more saucy. Similar, con- yeah, also- similar concept to Michelob Ultra for me, but better mix with liquor because like it is twice as strong a little bit stronger significantly stronger than Michelob so it gets you even drunker plus it's perfect to pair with a good steak that's my opinion yeah what do you think about let me see see if there's anything else here blue moon uh I think I've only ever had a Blue Moon at a Mexican restaurant. The rich man's beer, if you will. And that'll do her, Billy, with our beer tier list. Huh? That's it. That's all the the big beer brands. Like, without the... I mean, what are you looking for? Oh, God, you forgot so many. Well, how many of them? That's all I could see on here. Bring them up. You forgot Bush Light. We'll ring them. Bush Light, obviously. I'll Bush Light C. Oh, A for that's you. A, hey, that's a working man's beer. That's a working oh, man's beer. 
It is a working man's fear. We got Miller Lite. Yeah, uh, tell you a low key one that I really enjoy. Not a lot of people like it. I fucking used to get it at uh, Cluckers. And then Nana actually found it in six packs at Aldi's Gumball Head. Oh, we have Gumball Head. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoy Gumball Head. It's the I wasn't gonna do like craft beers and stuff like that. What do you think about like Ice House? Oh, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Had that before. That was my Couldn't dad's beer. Before. Yeah, Ice House atrocious where he got diabetes oh yeah uh, i think it's yeah i can't think of anything else now yeah the big brands well billy we were going to talk about sports movies and we still are we're going to do first team all dime piece me and you were going to rank our top five sports movies top five sports movies yeah sports movies Oh, here's okay. The, here's the big rule. We can't pick the same one. Like, if you pick gotcha. it, I can't pick it. And if I pick it, you can't okay. pick it. You go first. Top five all-time sports movies. Friday Night Lights. Oh, you son of a bitch. Friday Night Lights is so good. I'll tell you who's really good in that. Mm. By far... Um, God, what is his name? It was just in 1883. He was in Friday Night Lights. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. By far his best acting role. He's in Friday Night Lights. Oh, it's great. Not even close. Billy Bob Thornton. He crushes that movie. Never have I thoroughly hey, hated someone the way I hated Tim McGraw. Dude, dude. Classic movie. One of the best. If not the best high school football movie of all time. There to me, there's only got? there's only one real competitor for the best high school football movie of all time, and that's my first pick. This is Remember the Titans. Ah, uh, yeah, that I, I thought about that. It, yeah, yeah, you can't beat that. You got Denzel, you got old, my man Opie from fucking Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Left side, strong side. Left side, strong side. Gary Bertier gets paralyzed. You got sunshine. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence years ago. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence's <laughs> father, who actually did play Jesus at South Christ. Carolina University. <sighs> Bro, I'm sitting there thinking. I don't know if I want to go football second or different. I feel like there'll be a lot of football here. Yeah. Because the first two picks are Friday Night Lights and Remember the Titans. Mmm. That's a good tough one, dude. Top five sports movies. Oh, yeah. Just movies you would pick in your top five, if you will. (sighs) Dude, I, I'll read you some of them. There's like The Longest Yard, The Karate Kid, I, Gladiator, all that shit. Gladiator is considered a sports movie? Not, the, not that Gladiator. It's like a fighting movie. 
It's pretty. Oh, cool. it was. It, I mm. would put it way up there. Oh, okay, okay, Rocky, okay, okay. okay. I got Rocky's one. a I got sports one. movie. I got one. Warrior. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about the one with uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yes, and um, what's his name? Joel Edgerton or whatever. Yeah. Where they Great fight movie. each other at the end. It's an MMA movie. Yes. It's fucking awesome. Good pick. You know what? You went with an unknown fighting movie. I'll go with a little lesser known fighting movie. Uh, Southpaw with Ryan. Ooh. Yeah, that movie's no, Jake. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, wasn't it? Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal and Rachel no McAdams. No, it, I think you're right. I think it is Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it is. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Uh, boxing movie with him and Rachel McAdams in a super fucking great movie. I've seen it. It's a good movie. All right, I'm going to stay away from football in this one. We've already got fighting. I'm going Major League. Ooh, ooh, what a movie. For baseball? Yes. Dude, this is going to be a fucking interesting one. I watched it last night, but it's by far my favorite baseball movie. It's not even fucking close. Oh, 1,000%. Oh, Major League is such a banger. Major League Major Dude, League, I, and I Major could... League 2 are both so good. Yes, I was literally watching Major League Two the other day. I love Major League Two. I don't think people like like it as much as the original. And I, you know, no one likes anything as much as the original. Any of the fucking sequels, but God, Major League Two right. is so fun, dude. But this is all right. You're up. You're gonna hate me for this. My favorite baseball movie, and it's not even close. I can't help myself every time I watch it. It comes on. It's a league of their own. The movie about the female baseball league. I fucking love this movie so much everything about it first off gina davis is in it looking like a dime second off tom hanks is got in it. Cough, yeah, yeah, yeah tom hanks one cost my bed tom hanks is there's in no it. crying in baseball fuck it. yes the best scene ever you there's no crying in baseball He's just this angry, drunk uh-huh. manager coaching these women while the men are off to war. My respect level for Gina oh, Davis went up because apparently they wanted her and Tom Hanks' character to have a romance, and she had to remind everybody, uh, my character has a husband who's off to war. You fucking savages. <laughs> Wait, I'm torn for my number four. I feel like we're just going through all the sports at this point. Yeah. I, I like that we've decided to diversify because I feel like we both probably could have picked three to five football movies just by themselves. Yeah, that I could have. There's three like varsity blues. Three, there, oh fuck! There's five movies. There's four football movies and and a hockey movie. I think I know the hockey movie. Yeah. As a hockey fan, it feels like sacrilege in America if you don't know the hockey movie he's talking about. Yeah, but that's really like the only hockey movie we got. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what is it? And it was good. What is it called? Goon with Goons, pretty good. Goons. Yeah, Shawn Michael Scott. Yeah. 
I'm gonna go with a f- football movie. Oh, he's reaching back into the fucking oh. knowledge banks, bro. I'm torn. I'm torn between three of them, but I do have two picks, so I'll I can use my last one. I'm gonna use the one I was. I'm on the fence about my last one because I'm sure you're not going to get it. But I'm going to go with Varsity Blues. Woo! Varsity Blues. Now, Varsity Blues is the one with our man, with our man, my man, your man, everyone's man from Dawson's Creek, correct? I'm just remembering. Yep. And then you got got, uh, Paul Walker. Yes, Paul Walker. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Allie Larder's in it. Mm-hmm. You got uh, I'll never Billy forget, Bob. Never forget her whipped cream fucking bikini. I'll, <laughs> I'll remember that scene for as long as I shall live. Mm-hmm. I feel like we all will. Great flick. Great flick. Great flick. It's, it's any high school football player in America's dream. Yeah, if you if you play high school football, you're gonna love Varsity Blues. You just you just will. It's just inevitable. Hmm. Let me think here. Because you went football again, which I might go football again, but I don't know. I think I am going to steal your hockey movie. I have to go with Miracle because I do love I do love hockey and I do love the movie Miracle so much. So much. Miracle's yep. so good. That's what I was thinking about. I was like, it's hard not to take it. but Just for the speech alone, if we played them ten times, they would beat us nine. But not tonight! And I was like, every time I hear it, I'm just like, that's fucking right. That's fucking right. For those who don't know, uh, Miracle is the true story. 88? Yeah, 80, I want to say, 80. No, 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 70. Yes, 70-something. 70 79, 80, that area. Yeah. Basically, if you don't, if you don't pay attention to hockey, if you don't know, the Soviet team, the Soviet-Russian team in the 70s, when the Soviet-Russia was still together was like unstoppable they be they won every major international tournament for like a decade funny story though canada was actually the number one team that year and we beat them right after the week after that yeah we beat them for the final and then we we beat finland in the semis yep because that's what people don't remember that was like a corner final matchup against russia but the soviet union was the super like, they were a ridiculously good national hockey team. They beat everybody. And not just beat everybody. Beat everybody by large margins in hockey. Like, 10-3 scores. And this team from the United States that was full of college and high school players beat them, beat the finish, and then beat the Canadians to win the gold medal. And that's what Miracle yeah, was. That's right. And isn't it Kurt Russell that plays the coach? It is. You're damn right it is. You're damn right it's Kurt Russell. You ain't going to guess my last pick. I don't think so. I don't think I can know what it is. Because you said it's another football movie, so I was just like, oh, no. The Express. Ooh. Ooh. What a fucking The callback. story of Ernie Davis. That's beautiful. It's a great movie. He said it's a great movie. Great movie. Get all this typed out. Yeah, The Express is uh, one of those movies I've only seen a couple of times, and every time I see it, I'm just like, God, this is so good. 
Yeah. Uh, see, I was on the fence between it and We Are Marshall. Ooh, 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 ooh. And we I went Marshall, the Express. So good. We Are Marshall, so good, with our boy Josh Lucas in it. Damn straight. Tell you what, though, while you're telling me your last one, I got to walk out of here. It's it might be because... my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time. Might be my low key favorite football movie. Is the replacements with Keanu Reeves? That was on my list. I couldn't decide. Oh my god! Where's the flashlight? Oh my god! Everything about the replacements sends me to just such a happy place internally. Oh, dude! It legit the the jail scene is one of the best scenes of all time. Oh yeah, one of the best movie scenes of all time. Well, for me, when he go when he when Gene Hackman is standing in front of John Favreau and he just yells at him and he's just like, "I want the football. You go get me the football." He's like, "I will get you the football, coach." Dude, that motherfucker was a maniac. I know. Hold on a second. Oh God, we're doing ranch shit. It seems. Yeah, nope, I heard a fucking dog out here barking. I think it's a neighbor's dog, but I really got to check these ghosts, make sure they're not out. But, uh, yeah, dude, that jail scene, fucking classic. He said, I admit, I was scared. He said, you were hiding behind the jukebox. He said, well, I got to admit, I was scared. I was petrified. I was petrified. Thinking oh, I man. could never live. But I know I get it without you by my side. He said, oh, not this damn song. <laughs> dude, it's such a, it's such a fun movie. I feel like you don't but, get that very often. You get that so often from sports movies. But Shane Falco, one of the best fictional quarterbacks of all time. Oh, yeah. Shane Falco's the man. The man. Well, I'll tell you what. One of them that was in my uh, well, was in my uh, arsenal was uh, Any Given Sunday. Oh, Any Given Sunday so good with uh, Al Pacino as the coach. Yes, that's the one with the, the big speech. Where he's like, "We gotta know that the those inches are the difference between winning and losing." Get Jamie Fox, a steaming Willie Beeman. Oh, I don't know. Be- Beeman might be the best fictional quarterback of all time himself. He might be. I always go with my man Shane Falco. Oh, yeah, Falco's Falco's just so lovable because it's John Wick. So quick set. <laughs> The quicksand, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that should be scary as a motherfucking coach. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking horrifying. Oh my god. Oh shit. Sir, do you need to get off here to go do your ranch and stuff? Yeah, uh well, I just checked on them. They just kinda of stared at me. He's, so he said they're alright. <sighs> oh shit. But I do need to get off here and get to bed because I got to be up early. Oh, God. Well, Billy Elliwine, thank you for joining me this week on the Planet Comedy Podcast. Obviously, you will uh, we'll be seeing more of you here soon for Average Joe's College Football Show. Yes, sir. But thank you for joining me. Uh, you can find us on The Planet Comedy on Facebook, The Planet Comedy on Instagram, The PCP Gang on Twitter. Find our YouTube channel, Planet Comedy on YouTube. You can do see my real reviews where I talk about movies and TV shows in hindsight, which is be more in-depth dive into TV shows and stuff like that. And then a 
show where I'm going to try to rewrite some television shows, Billy, see if I may be better at this than these people, because I think I am. Oh, you possibly quite could be. Uh, podcasting, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Pandora. And just like I said, check out some other Planet Comedy stuff like Average Joe's College Football Show, a podcast made by college football fans for college football fans featuring my friend Billy, myself, and our good friend Kyle Sullivan. Thank you guys for listening. Peace, love, and shrubbery. Billy, do you have anything else to add? Nope. You guys have a wonderful rest of your day and night.